0: everybody welcome back to we dig tennessee i'm your host matt mingus glad to have you guys listening again uh, as i mentioned on our last episode we're starting trench safety month uh, you know here in june and that's an important thing for everybody in our industry That's as people out there installing you know, america's infrastructure every day and tennessee's infrastructure you know trench hazards are one of the most um, prevalent things on our job sites uh and I think we've got a pretty good guest for today's show to hopefully make people understand just just how important, you know, trench safety is and, and what it means. So with that, it's my pleasure to introduce Mr. Roger Goodson, General Manager of Consolidated Utility District of Rutherford County. Roger, how are you, bud? I'm
1: doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, allowing me to be on today. I'm looking forward to it
0: man i'm uh happy to have you and you know getting to hear your story a little bit and i guess thank craig ingram for introducing us now you guys met at a conference and he got to hear your story and uh automatically said you'd be a great guest so that's a thanks to craig for that and sorry he couldn't join us but he talks too much we don't want to here anyway so <laughs> sounds good sounds
1: good yeah so it's uh it's a pleasure to be here and uh you know it's uh something that's very important to me is safety and and I, I i like to share my story and uh you know whenever you're ready i'm ready to let you know what happened
0: okay well man let's start at the beginning and just get a little background on you and kind of you know how you got into the utility industry and came to do what you're doing
1: sure sure so after high sc- I, I was a three-sport athlete in high school and after high school i went and uh Played college baseball for three years, and really that's all I did in college. And, and uh, <laughs> So after three years, I, I, I was lucky enough to play a couple years in the minors, and then uh, I hurt my shoulder, and that was the end of that. So now I don't have a college education. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I ended up uh, getting lucky, and, and, and I got hired by the uh, city of Aurora, Illinois, uh, Water and Sewer Department and uh, that was in 1992 and that was the start of my career in the water and uh, sewer industry and uh, great career it has been but uh, uh, so from there uh, i started in 92 there i worked there and i'll go into my story but i did work my way up through uh, city of aurora uh, and became the superintendent and then went to work for another utility a private utility in illinois And I've now been lucky enough to be here for the last year as the general manager, and uh, I do love Tennessee and Middle Tennessee. So,
0: hey man, we're we're happy to have you here in Tennessee. Thank Uh, you. Yeah. So I know you said you know the date well. Yes. If you want to, man, we'll just jump right into it. All
1: right, sounds good. So December twelfth, nineteen ninety-five. As I said, I started in the water and sewers, so I started uh, as a laborer in the in the ditches. And, uh, on that day, uh, we got called in, uh, on a Sunday, uh, main break, uh, was working on the main break and, uh, the contract or not the contractor, my operator dug the hole. Uh, the break was in the parkway. So it was between the sidewalk and the curb. It's about a five foot distance there. But, uh, so, uh, he dug the hole. It was about, uh, six foot deep was where the main was to the top of the main and about a five foot wide hole. Uh, We did not, uh, you know, it was 1995, so uh, we did not uh, use any shoring because we thought, well, this is gonna be a quick one. We'll throw the ladder in, we'll get down there. So uh, I, being the low man on the totem pole, was the one chosen to jump down in there. Uh, I jumped down in there, I started, uh, well, not jumped down, I went down the ladder, uh, started cleaning off the main, and uh, I had—I was just bent over. I was cleaning off the bottom of the main, getting ready to put the sleeve on. Uh, and one of my coworkers hollered at me, "Watch out! Get out of the hole!" And so I, I turned to go to get back on the ladder to get out of the hole. And my boot got stuck for just a, a probably just a couple seconds. But by the time I got to the ladder, uh, the wall that was underneath the curb so he had shaved down along along the curbside but you could not see really the the creeping of the soils and and you know up in illinois it's clay and and black dirt so uh it's not like here where it's all rock down here <laughs> but uh um at least in in rutherford it is but uh, so uh it came in as i headed to the ladder it actually hit me and pushed me into the ladder and literally buried me up to just about the back of my, I guess it'd be my shoulder blades or whatever, up against it, um, could could breathe just barely, uh, took the guys about 20 minutes to dig me out to where I could actually get out. Um, and you know, it was, it was a scary 20 minutes, let me tell you. Uh, I didn't know, I could hardly breathe, I was in pain, I didn't know uh, what all was gonna happen. Uh, you know, the lucky part was that I got to the ladder and and wasn't just still digging when it came in because then who knows how it could have been. But uh, so once I got done with that uh, and they got me out, rushed to the hospital, uh, and uh, I ended up having uh, two uh, ruptured discs in my back. Uh, My L4, L5, and my L5S1 is where they said the weight of the of, uh, basically the the wall uh, hit me and uh, you know I after uh, had surgery about a month later um, and after its surgery while well, I was laying in the hospital after surgery that's when I uh, really kind of hit a light on and said I I don't think I want to be in the ditches the rest of my life, and and so when I got out, I I went back to college. This time I took it seriously, and then I I had the opportunity to you know work my way up, and and th- hence that's where I'm at. But you know I do I look back to that day. Uh, I know that uh, God was looking out for me, and uh, knowing that uh, any if I was, you know few seconds later or if i was bent over and it all came on me who knows what could have
0: happened oh yeah that 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 clay and and dirt is very heavy if you'd have been bent over so cleaning up that pipe they would have had a hard time finding you most likely absolutely absolutely so and and uh
1: you know we we had we had a lot of uh, we had safety training and, and and things like that but you know a lot of times uh guys and, and, you know, they, they want we, we all want to cut corners once in a while, try to get something done fast and everything. And, and so, you know, ever since that day, I, I've been an advocate for safety for my team and, and, and for everyone else. And, uh, you know, to this day, and, and my guys probably get tired in, of hearing me, but, uh, you know, I always tell them, you know, safety first. I want you to go home the same way you come to work. You got people dependent on you. Uh, I've told them that, you know, if it's a 15-minute job but it takes four hours to set up, set it up safely, then it's a four-hour and 15-minute job, so we're not going to cut corners. So, uh, you know, I was lucky. Uh, a lot of people out there, you know, in cave-ins and things, as we all know, are not lucky. So, uh,
0: you know, again, I, I was lucky on that day. Uh, yeah, so you were at? People that listen to the show have heard me say a 100 times I've got Google alerts set up where every time a trench collapse happens, I get a notification or an email about it. And I try to keep track of them and see what's going on and kind of try to figure out what leads to them so that we can train to, you know, stop people from making those decisions. So in, in your situation, what what do you think led you guys to not using shoring equipment or, or to, to just jump down there like that? So we did have uh, the
1: aluminum hydraulic shoring on the truck. Um, It was one of those things where, you know, we, it was in a parkway. It wasn't, uh, we knew it was going to be decent dirt, uh, but we uh, had done it many times before uh, and decided that, uh, you know, today, let's get in and out of here. And, you know, we used to get paid. Uh, for coming in, we'd get uh, a three hours automatically to work overtime So uh, for a leak or something like that. So what we would do is we'd try to see if we could get done as quick as we could so it was like we were, you know, winning, you know. So if it only <laughs> took us two hours to do the job, we, make, we got paid a free hour, you know. So, uh, you know, it was just that young, you know, we were all – I was pretty young, and, and, and a lot of us were young, and it was just that trying to get the work done fast and not really thinking about
0: getting it done safely, you know. Yeah, just not thinking about it. I, I think that that's something I see a lot is people not either not thinking about it, rushing, or just getting complacent, like you said, thinking we've done this a hundred times, you know, we, we're we going to get it done quick, be in and out. but. You never, you don't know when it's going to happen. Is the you know the it's not going to happen to me mentality? I think gets a lot of people.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. And and you know, like I said, it's one thing that, you know, that was in '95, and we're now in you know '22. So, uh, you know, 27 years later, you know, I've uh, really you know, tried to teach that to the younger guys getting into the industry. And, and, you know, I've heard you talk on the shows before about the industry and what a great industry it is. And, you know, trying to get more people involved in it and everything. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, we do things the CUD way here, which is going to be the safe way. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of the the fact that we haven't had injury in in quite a while and, and a serious injury or any type of that. And, Just, we just had our safety day yesterday uh, and uh, which we invited, uh, we partnered with uh, Murfreesboro Water Resources. Uh, We had uh, many vendors come and bring different safety uh, equipment and stuff here. Uh, This morning, uh, operations down there and maintenance, they had uh, just a really uh, quick kickoff, uh, you know, with it being safety month uh, we decided, you know, let's, let's really concentrate and not just do it, you know, every couple of weeks or every week for tailgate talks or something, let's actually really focus on it. Uh, and, and you know, we, we've got a lot of younger guys just getting into the industry. And so we really want to continue our focus on safety here. So.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. That was actually going to be one of my next questions is, you know, having your experience and being in the role that you're in now, what kind of safety do you expect out of the people doing your work? Because, You know, hopefully some of my NUCA members are bidding on some of you guys' work. And, you know, I would hope that utilities are going to be holding them accountable to work safe.
1: Agreed, agreed. And uh, so, yeah, we we expect them to do everything the right way, the safe way. And, uh, you know, we can't dictate ways and means, as you know, because it's their way to do work. However, uh, you know, we do want them to follow... All safety procedures, we have our our safety director that, uh, you know, she leads our program and does a great job at it. And we just want them to be safe and do the work. We understand sometimes that you're gonna have some delays, and especially in the industry right now with supplies, <laughs> supply chain, uh, you know. So we'll work with our with our contractors if they have to set something up to do things safely and everything. And and we've even had them come up call our uh, safety director out and, and, and say, you know, uh, they've called and said, you know, do you think this is short up good enough, et cetera. So we appreciate that partnership we have with our contractors.
0: That's awesome to hear because I know that there are some contractors that, you know, chase after a low bid work and don't bid safety into it. And so do you guys let them know on the front end, hey, you – better include safety in your bid because it's something we're going to expect of you.
1: Correct. Correct. And, and actually, uh, you know, we, we had talks about how can we implement our safety procedures into contracts and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know exactly how to do that with the ways and means, et cetera. However, uh, you know, a, a f- the, the private contractor I used to work at uh, back in Illinois, uh, you know they had to be scored on their on their safety mm-hmm. in in order to bid on our projects and and uh, at that place and you know we talked about maybe going there but uh, you know we we feel we have a solid group that's been bidding on our stuff they do they know how we want our work done and how we want them to do their work so uh, at this time we don't feel like we need to do that and and it's a good way to to because you want to. The way we look at it is we want them to do things right we want them to give us a good price because it is our our, you know it is our our rate payers that are paying for the work however we want them to make some money because if they don't make money they're not going to want to bid on our work and Mm -hmm. and and everything so it's kind of a partnership there with the contractors so uh if any of the contractors listening to this want to come and bid on some cud projects uh we're more than willing to work with you on that
0: that's awesome yeah it's a i I love hearing that that partnership mentality that you guys have with the contractors that work for you because a lot of times if you partner with a contractor they're going to be able to help you just as much as you can help them rather than just tell them hey go get it done and that's that agree it's a i love to see that mentality you guys take towards that yeah the uh, man it's awesome to hear you guys just had your safety day too um at the end of this month nuka mill tennessee is putting on a trench safety stand down day in partnership with united rentals and national trench safety and uh, some of our members so you guys ought to come out and join us i think we've got like nine training stations set up right now from different companies and different people wanting to participate and 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 make sure people are aware of safety we'd love to have have you and some of your staff come and join us sure sure
1: i uh i haven't had an opportunity to look up the information but before you get out of here today, let me have it. And, and I'm sure you'll see CUD
0: there. So ah, we can do that, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, yes. Well, I, your story is fascinating and I, I'm glad it turned out okay. And, you know, you were okay. And
1: I will tell you this though, uh, just for people listening out there, you know, it, it like I said, I was a, a three sport athlete, uh, you know, and, and played softball, did a lot of other golf and, and did a lot of fun. And, you know, after having that back surgery and, and you know, I, there's a lot of things that I can't do that I used to be able to do. And and granted, it's some of that's age. <laughs> 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 but uh, realistically, after that surgery, you know, there was no more softball. There was, you know, I mean, I, I, I got back to where I could play, but I was never able to play the way I, I was and, and, and could. And, could and. And so, you know, just something that split second can change anybody's life. And, you know, like I said, I was lucky that it didn't, uh, change mine worse than it, than it did. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's just something that, uh, you know, people need to be aware of that, you know, it, just being complacent and, and not taking the time to be
0: safe can really affect not just your life, but your family's life, et cetera yeah absolutely and that's something I repeat on this podcast constantly is if you're a member of our chapter I know you have resources out there available to you they're not hard to get and as long as you you know plan your work they're not hard hard to use either it's not time consuming it's not expensive you know they'll deliver it straight to the job site set it up all you got to do is put it in the ditch agreed it, it's really not a difficult thing it's just something people need to slow down and think about a little bit
1: mm-hmm I agree with that so I uh really appreciate the opportunity
0: to share my story man we, we really appreciate you being willing to share it that's a story that a lot of people in our industry need to listen to so uh, i hope everybody shares this with their companies and, and lets people hear this message because it's a very important one and just like i said when we opened this episode the working in trenches is what we do day in and day out and this is probably the number one thing that that's a hazard to to us and our people so uh, roger thank you man i appreciate it thank you yes, sir all right everybody, Roger has left the recording, so again huge thank you to Roger for coming on and sharing that story. That's a, uh, uh, a hell of a thing to have gone through, but it's wonderful for Roger to be able to be willing to share that story with us and 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 hopefully that opens everybody's eyes for trench safety month, trench safety stand down week, and trench safety in general. You know, I know we put an emphasis on trench safety for this month and for one week every June, but guys we that's we, something we need to be focused on at all times you know that that's not something that that goes away for us as I said in the opening of the show as people who are in, installing the infrastructure that feeds uh, our nation and our state and our our, our you know our uh, everything that surrounds us really <laughs> Trent safety is the number one thing. That we do so for the week of June 20th to the 24th, and for the month of June, while that is an emphasis, is something that we should never ever lose sight of. Uh, so, again, huge thank you to Roger for coming on. Uh, you know, as I mentioned to Roger as we were closing that out, we've got our trench safety week coming up here in, in Middle Tennessee. That's going to be awesome. Uh, so, reach out to Natalie, find out some more information about that. Nuka of East Tennessee's got their new tr- uh, the Nuka trench safety stand down uh, luncheon set up as well. So they're going to do a, a good job with that. You know, it, it's a bunch of opportunities to get involved with that and, and to be a part of, uh, you know, sharing trend safety. So y'all do that. Uh, get on there, get on the websites, nukaetn.com, nukaetn.com. TN.com, etn.com. Check out those upcoming events. Uh, be checking out, N- uh, Natalie and Wendy's, uh, newsletters. They're full of even more stuff than what's on those websites. There's so much information coming out of these two chapters. Um, that it, it, you just got to really pay attention to catch it all, and there's some good, good stuff coming up, uh, as well as over on the west side of the state, Nuka Mid South, trying to get together and and get it to going. And uh, so let's show all three chapters here in the state of Tennessee some support. Um. Also, uh, I, I'm looking to get some more volunteers for the uh, Nuka subsurface utility engineering task force that the nuka national damage prevention committee is working on uh, i know we've had a few names turned in for that so if you are interested please resend me your information uh, to make sure i don't miss you and if you have not sent me your information please do if you want to be a part of that i'm really looking to get contractors together to talk about sue and whether it's something that Nuca national should really put some resources behind um you know, I, I really want to hear from contractors on this. So, if you guys get out there, get your information to me, get a part of that conversation, as well as stuff here in the state of Tennessee. You know, um, I'm fortunate to serve as the contractor representative on the Tennessee A11 board of directors, and right now we're looking forward to uh, maybe some legislation changes to our dig law that we would like to propose uh, in 2023. So, I'm looking to get some feedback on that too from contractors in the state of Tennessee. So, um if you guys are interested, reach out to, to Natalie and Wendy and, and George and, uh, you know, I, I want to hear from you guys on that stuff. So, like I said, a lot going on right now. So, between those two task force, between what's going on at NUCA National, Trans Safety down all your local events, a lot of opportunities for you to gain information and, and, and better your companies and your employees and your safety programs and everything that's going on out there. So... With that, guys, I'll wrap this one up. I'll quit talking. Um, you know, the point of this is to hear Roger's story. So please share this episode with all of your employees and anyone who needs to hear that. That, that was a you know a hit at home message from someone right here in our area. Um, although his incident didn't happen here in Middle Tennessee, he lives and works here in Middle Tennessee now and is willing to share his story with us. So that's um again a huge thank you to Roger for that. Uh, and yes, Craig, I picked on you at the beginning of this episode, so I'm sure you're going to give me some some stuff about that, but that's okay. So with that, guys, uh, y'all stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee.